Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay today. Talking sports with friends. Ella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports, so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today on a Monday after the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor, the Super Bowl review recap, talking about it all. A big Philly cheesesteak congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles who win their first Super Bowl and their first championship since 1960, 41-33. And right off the bat, the first question I have for you, Ray, is did Bill Belichick's stubbornness, arrogance, um, pigheadedness lose the game for the New England Patriots by not playing their best cornerback and their defensive player who played more snaps than anyone else on the team all year, not playing Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl and deciding it minutes before the game. You know what? I don't know that Malcolm Butler cost him the game, but I can't imagine he would hurt. They gave up 41 points and were thoroughly thrashed in the oh, running game. No, it definitely would have helped, but I gotta say that it's not like one corner was the difference. They got thrashed as a defense on the running game, in the passing game. So I wonder if if they might Well you could throw in Chandler Collins. You could throw in uh Collins as well, you know, getting rid of these guys. Well you that's exactly right. And that's well, that's exactly right, and that's and that's the point where everybody talks about, oh, they're such a model franchise, it's such a model franchise. Well, you know, a couple of things. One, you keep going through personnel like this. It's hard to come back every year and win and be consistently good. Now, they've done it, so I give them credit, but they lose, just like they lose coordinators every year, they lose players every year. And they have to rebuild and reload every year. Now Tom Brady's there all the time, but other than right, Tom but he Brady, didn't count on um, Mankovich. He didn't count on Mankovich retiring. You know, right. he didn't think. You know, but Brandon he, he, Cooks got hurt in the during the game. That was you big. Know, uh, that Edelman was big. got hurt. Although you can't yeah, say that the true. offense did anything. I mean, the offense had thirty-three points and that, with, with two missed field goals. So you could argue the offense did their job. They scored 40. So it definitely wasn't the offense's fault. Well, listen, anytime you think that you never punt and Brady has no interceptions and he throws for 503 yards, that's a Super Bowl victory. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, the big mantra and chant of the day is unity and team. Because this was the most unified team all year throughout the protest and everything. This team had clutch veterans that were signed. Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, LeGarrette Blunt, um, your boy uh, uh, Long, who two of them came from the Patriots. And they had just as many injuries as the Patriots, if not more. When you think about their well, linebacker, you think about Sproles, sure. and their quarterback. 
So great job. And, and that's what's history. amazing. When you look back and you see a cast off quarterback in Nick Foles, it wasn't even like it's, you know, a backup like uh, Jeff Hostetler was, or, or even like Brad Johnson or, or Kent or uh, Trent. Dillon. Or even Tom Brady in 01. This guy, or even Brady in 01, this guy falls was thought about retiring you know, he had a great year under Chip Kelly and then really no major success after that, despite having started in Philly, started in St. Louis. You know, this guy was ready but to But we know St. Football. Louis is not his fault, though, Ray. No, but no quarterback did good with Jeff Fisher. He was horrible, you know, as a coach. That's true. But, it, but, but when the guy says he's ready to retire, that means he shook. His confidence is shaken, and he he's said he ready lost to hang him up. Where is the love? <laughs> well, how impressed the Philly... wait, wait, but how impressed were you, Ray? Be honest. You got to love the running game. That These guys got 164 yards. I mean, LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi, you know, they came to tote the rock, and they were doing it. And in very impressive fashion, especially Blunt with that huge run, um, and and getting 90 yards against his old two teammates. Other, two more cast-offs, right? The yeah. Miami Dolphins got rid of Jay Ajayi mid-season. That never happens in the NFL. Starting running back mid-season? Great, great story. And LeGarrette Blunt scores all those touchdowns with New England, wins a championship in New England, also is available. Those type of players typically aren't available. Oh, and by the way, this kid Clement. Oh, he's a stud. Was was actually the more the most explosive of all of these guys. That touchdown that he caught and the the plays that he made, you know, the third down that he made that was uh you know a missed tackle away from being a five yard game, a, a thirty yard game. I mean, these guys, everybody played. It was a true team effort on Philly. And a little disappointing for me as a, as a guy who likes defense that yeah. there wasn't much being played. But offensively – It was some good was, offense, though, too, though. We got to give the offense was, a little bit of credit. Right. It wasn't like people, you know, fell down and, and guys were open, wide open in the end zone. I mean, these were schemed offenses that executed to perfection. So, so I give the offenses a lot of credit. One issue I had – I felt like the Patriots might have, might have, should have been willing to run the ball maybe a little bit more. Um, and they had some success. That's right. It that's wasn't like exactly they were why. minus one, minus two, minus three. I mean, they were running the ball fairly well. Now, granted, at a certain point, they were behind all the time, but they were only behind by a touchdown or, or 10 points, right? They but look at like this. Burkhead. Like last but year. Right. Look at this. Burkhead and, and, and White ran for over six yards a carry, and then your boy, Deion Lewis, four yards a carry. He only gets nine carries, three for Burkhead, and only seven for White. And I know that they use their screen passing game a lot, although they didn't use it as much in this game Give the Eagles credit. No one knew. Everyone talked about Malcolm Jenkins being on Gronk, and they locked Gronk in the first half, but they did it with McLeod and a double team with the linebacker. Malcolm Jenkins was on James White, and that was a very savvy move because he only had two receptions for 21 yards. So I I like that move by the Eagles. They couldn't get to Brady. 
they only got him at the end and give the credit to Graham for the huge play. I mean, Eagles That's offensive a Michigan and defensive on Michigan line. Prime right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, listen, I, let me ask you this, though. A couple things. One, the rumors are that Carson Wentz might not be back, you know, game one, whatever, because it's not an ACL alone. It's ACL and MCL. So even though you're going to get good trade offers, unless you really believe in Nate Sunfeld, I think they're probably going to keep Nick Foles until, you know, the trade deadline or October or until they know Nick Foles is legit, unless they say, hey, we'll trade Nick Foles and we could bring in um, a Sam Bradford or a Kaepernick or another quarterback. How do you think the Eagles play that? Because 21 of the 22 starters are returning. This team is set and they're golden. Howie Roseman, Rosen gets all the props. Great, great uh, GM, right? Well, and he was set aside four years ago when Chip Kelly did a Bill Parcells and said, I want to cook the dinner. And, and he, got, he got his and spot all that back. Stuff. <laughs> he got his spot back. That's right. Return of the man. Return of the Howie. But this is an interesting dilemma. I guess, you know what? I would have to go offer by offer. If somebody gave me an offer I couldn't refuse, look, Carson Wentz, you got to believe, is coming back, and he's coming back healthy, and he's only 23 years old. So if you are not into having both Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, Nick Foles, especially because Nick Foles is going to want to get paid, which he should, then if you get an offer in the preseason, you got to take it. you got to take it because uh, you don't know. Look, because once Carson Wentz comes back, you're, you're, you lose leverage, right? So you know that Carson Wentz is going to start, and Nick Foles is going to be a backup. So if a great offer comes, take it, take it, take it. You think they could get a second-round pick for him? Probably, definitely now. Yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. good. For sure, they'll get a second-round pick, yeah. Uh, so so th- Look, that's one thing you can right? say about Nick Foles, Ray, we always knew he had an arm, but I think what you're seeing now, the criticism was that, you know, he couldn't, you know, in the pocket necessarily, you know, look at the first, second, third, fourth receiver. Well, you know, they kind of switched the offense up, and Peterson said they looked back at what he did right with Chip Kelly when he was 27-2. and two. They switched some things, put in the RPOs, and he handled it like a champ. And I, to me, that was no fluke. The Patriots don't have a great defense, but he's still a Super Bowl-winning quarterback who just threw up 373. He just doesn't look as good as Brady's 503, but – Nick Foles got it done, ladies and gentlemen. And that one interception was kind of bogus because, you know. That Jeffrey wasn't his fault at all, right? Yeah, he slung, him, slung the ball up and the other guy, you know. It was perfectly thrown. Yeah. So what was the one – were you upset about the Corey Clement touchdown? And then did you – what did you think about the Zach Ertz touchdown? I mean, to me, Zach Ertz was definitely a touchdown. Corey Clement, it's a coin toss, but – I think that was not called a touchdown in the regular season. And I think next year it will be. And I think for the Super Bowl, it should have been because if 15 people are watching the Super Bowl party, they're like, oh, that's a touchdown. You know what I mean? With the naked eye, you know, you're like, oh, that's a touchdown. Well, you know, what's interesting is this is the true definition of. It's a catch, it's a catch. In, to the naked eye. The naked eye. 
but I thought the Clement one was not a catch by the rule of the law. Right, me too. And as a Philly, as, sorry, as a Steeler fan, and as fan of you know of football this year, that I agree with Chris Collinsworth that that's not a catch. That is not a catch under this new paradigm. But right. between between you and I, if we look at it as football fans, people that have played football growing up, that's a catch. He has yeah. control of the ball. It's all good. That's a real catch. But according to this rule. It shouldn't have been. So I, I, I'm kind of – They're going to fix the rules this season. They are. I, they have to. Yeah. I think the right outcome was called on the field, but the wrong outcome, if you think about the, the, the 100%, you know, uh, rule of rule of the – you know, the rule book. Yeah, but and what happened to Jesse James and my spe- – and my spe- are you trying to get me hyped up and angry, Tay? The lyrical and Jesse Steelers? James. Oh, the lyrical jerk. Jesse James. So let's talk a little bit about halftime, uh, Saturday night, the postseason awards Hall of Fame. Did you like the commercials? I mean, obviously Tide, uh, Febreze, the Eli Manning spot, maybe Doritos. What, what, what did you like? What did you think was funny? You know what? Eminem. Did you like Eminem? I, I got to tell you, I thought that everything was good. I didn't think nothing great. It was I agree. A, nothing great. I didn't think Justin Timberlake was great. He was a little boring, Ray. I got a little bored. I didn't think with the commercials were great. I thought they were sort of straight down the middle, um, not as creative as I've seen, not as yeah. edgy. So no. I thought it was just a safe Super Bowl, sort of entertaining. That's a good word. Safe is a good word, Ray. But not no nothing blew me away. So you were right about Brady. He got the MVP. Early got the offense. Um, defense, you were right about that. Aaron Donald. I thought Calais Campbell should have got it, but Aaron Donald's a stud. Um, we both had Kamara and Lattimore. And, you know, and then the man of the year. I thought that was great for J.J. Watt. I mean, it was, you know, they had to give it to him. But um, the Hall of Fame, Ray, we were both sort of surprised a little bit. I mean, Erlacher, Lewis, and Moss, first ballot. You know, I mean, that was great. And then I, I thought they, we both thought they would put in the two receivers. TL got in. And then they went with our guy, Dawkins. So no hey, offensive Daw- lineman. I thought one offensive lineman. Were you surprised? No offensive lineman? I was. I was. In, in an era yeah. where five years ago, six years ago, we started drafting offensive linemen number one and, and putting all this emphasis on, on tackles and protecting the blind side and that sort of thing, I was surprised. You know what? I don't want to hate on, on anybody who got in, but Brian Erlacher is a great class, really good player. It's a great class, and it's, it might be the youngest class of all time, right? Three first-timers, one second-timer, and one third, uh, you know, three-year guy uh, in, in yeah. CO. But well, that class can bang heads with any class. They can. Next year's pretty good, too, though. Next year, I think, is Champ Bailey, Tony Gonzalez, and uh, Ed And Reed. Troy Palomalu. So, uh, and Troy Palomalu, wow. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got some good good. Because I think it's Troy and up. then Ed Reed the year after. So, that could be oh, a I great class next year. I thought it was Ed Reed next year. Anyway, well, good class. Yeah. But, but I thought that Erlacher could have waited, frankly. Um, he's a great player. He was Hall of Fame bound. But, you know, I would have put in one of those linemen. I'm sorry. I thought and Erlacher should have waited, waited too, Ray. I agree with Earl, you. Erlacher could have waited. Even Brian Dawkins, frankly, could have waited. Uh, you know, T.O. definitely needed to go in enough's enough. 
But uh, yeah. one of those linemen should have gone in. You're totally right. And it would have been almost silly if T.O. didn't get in this year because the Hall of Fame just would have been looking so petty. And I'm glad they finally made that correction. And maybe they were thinking long-term and like, oh, can you imagine we put in Owens and Moss together? It'll be the greatest, you know, with Ray Lewis. Maybe they planned it out. Who knows? You know, we're not in their heads or in the room. Um, I will say this. Um, I didn't think the NFL honors was, was so great. The host Rob Riddle or whatever. I, eh, I don't know. It's hard. I thought Alec Baldwin did a good a year or two ago. I'd like to see them do Will, Far- Will Farrell or Kevin Hart, like real funny guys. Um, but overall, we were entertained. Super Bowl, what was the rating? 110 million saw it or something crazy. So it did good. 1,151 1, yards, a record. I mean, it was a ping pong machine. And I don't want that next year for Atlanta. I want some more defense, Ray. Well, you know what's going to happen, though? What will happen is, remember, we had that sub-story of will the Vikings play? Oh, yeah, the Falcons have a shot. Atlanta's going to be back. They're going to retool. Listen, not if the Eagles Eagles have something to say about (laughs) NFC. They'll be in contention. Let's put it this way. They'll be in contention. Think about the NFC race. So much better than AFC. You're going to have the Eagles, the Falcons, the Giants and Cowboys could be back. Then you got the Vikings, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. You don't know what the Seahawks will be. The Panthers. The Panthers. Saints. Saints, yes. So you're talking about eight or nine teams for six spots. I mean, the NFC is loaded. And the AFC, you're hoping that Mahomes could do better than, you know, Alex Smith and the Chiefs could be in contention. You got the Steelers and Patriots. But the rest of the other teams, you're like, uh, maybe the Raiders will be back and maybe the Broncos have to get a quarterback. But you don't know. So Yeah, those are some big question marks. Well, it, it was like that this year, too. I mean, ultimately, Jacksonville surprised us. So we well, yeah, that, I think, yeah. I, I mean, think uh, they uh, stay with Blake Bortles or they get somebody else? What do you, what's the next for Jaguars quarterback? I think they get rid of Blake Bortles, frankly. I think that, uh, that I mean, if they're looking at this, at this league, uh, look, the, Philly won with Nick Foles. So maybe they could think that they could win with Blake Bortles. But part of the reason they won with Nick Foles is because Carson Wentz got them off to that record. They had home field throughout, and they played all their games in Philly. Uh, but I think I think they, they eventually move on from Bortles. Maybe not this year because they signed him for that, what, $19 million. But they, well, they're if not the wrist surgery does it, he's got to be healthy. So we'll see if he clears yeah, sure. physical. So anyway, great show. We'll be talking about the NFL. It's time to turn to the NBA. You got the college hoops of Villanova, Virginia, Purdue, and those guys in the top five and all that good stuff. St. John's upset Duke, so that was awesome for Chris Mullen. And uh, we'll be back on Friday talking some NBA. The trade deadline is Thursday, so we're hoping to get a guest for you guys, and hopefully there'll be some big NBA trades. So. Yeah, man, shake it up a little bit. Break Griffin of Detroit. Let's go. Keep, yeah, keep it going. Let's go. Have a great fourth week. Out. Out.